Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of Life is No Coincidence, The Life and Afterlife Connection, and The Living Spirit, and my soon-to-be-released in January 2020, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights for Global Awakening. And I am delighted today to welcome Nikki Gresham Record, author of Working with Chakras for Belief Change, who is one of England's leading spiritual healers, as well as a chartered counseling psychologist and teacher of Reiki and Qigong. Nikki, thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share your passion for as a Reiki master teacher myself, who has devoted herself to sharing the truth of our being (laughs) as souls experiencing a physical life for the purpose of refining our soul energy and simply gathering experiences for greater love and compassion i know your work and dedication come from a deep soul place so thank you very much uh, for writing your wonderful book and joining us Uh, thank you it does it does it's uh yeah it's it's my calling (laughs) yes it's a passion definitely nikki as listeners of healing from within well know my guests and i share intimate stories of awakening recovering and exploring all the aspects of our full multi-dimensional possibilities for creating and living a purposeful and joyful life experience and along the way we you learn the many spiritual tools that spirit gives us and uh, it is in the remembrances of this mm-hmm. deep connection to universal source and energy and how to work with this part of our life that we truly can blossom and move past restrictions and fears of our physical reality in today's episode of healing from within Nikki Gresham Record will share with us how to transform unhelpful beliefs through clearing the chakras or energy wheels of light that connect us to the energy all around and within us and how to raise our vibration for greater health and vitality. We will also find ways to eliminate perhaps unhealthy beliefs that can take root in our subconscious or soul-based energy, creating blockages in our chakras. Nikki, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, mm-hmm. a, a person, maybe a place, maybe an event that may have shown you or others the person that you would become, the interests and work that you would pursue. So think back for a minute. There was one moment that I had with my dad sitting outside and um, a funny moment, but it just comes to me now as as you asked that question, which was um, we were literally talking about, about death and dying and I couldn't get my head, I couldn't comprehend how it was possible that I could die. And I just remember that, that moment. And my dad was kind of laughing at me, you know. <laughs> um, well, of course, you, you can die. And da, 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 da. But um, in that moment, I, I couldn't comprehend how uh, death could become me. Um, and I, I guess that was just a moment where I questioned the reality and I didn't understand. And I realized that there was a glimpse of something beyond you know, the, the reality through which I was experiencing. I was probably 11, 
Oh, wow. Later, early childhood. You were older than, than I. I had an experience yeah. a, a little earlier where a, a, a boy who sat next to me in one of my classes didn't show up for work and I, uh, I didn't, I found out later he had an accident and he had died. Mm. And I also couldn't comprehend because death, because I still felt him around. Like he was yeah. still, he was still that mischievous, wonderful friend. You know, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even cry because I think you and I had a sense of the infinite and our immortal soul energy even as younger people and when people would talk to us about this it just didn't make sense it didn't seem real and I spent all all my college days studying philosophy literature, religion to figure out who we were and why we're having this life because I felt something but I didn't know what I felt so much like you yeah, we were born to do what we're doing, to discover yeah. for ourselves, and then to share it with as many people as we can. There is no death. Consciousness survives physical life, and everything we're gathering, all the experiences, will be with us eternally. We are part of this universal life force. Of course, we're souls, and each have our own path and, and way to create we're co-creators with the universe, so to put mm-hmm. it. But uh, but that means we don't have to fear so much because fear is what stops us from really not realizing our greatest dreams and potential. So most people fear death. You and I luckily have found and discovered uh, that it's nothing to fear. All right? So, no, <clears throat> but I do, I do, I don't know if you share this, um, Cheryl, but I do have this fear of not getting my work done before this lifetime is over. <laughs> oh, that's uh, 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 oh, that's very interesting <laughs> because I didn't think there was anyone else but me like thinking that. But see, you know, spirit brings us together, together, so we can discuss these things not only for people listening but for you and I. I always, often meditate and ask, "Am I doing?" the best I can for spirit with the gifts you've given me sometimes I don't feel I've done enough or can do more we really are doing everything there's no right or wrong uh, good or bad uh, rich or poor, boy or girl there's just experience and, and, and there's no failure so we're fine, we're doing everything just the way we're supposed to and we have to enjoy it but let's go on to, as a child you were highly active Yet something happened to you when you were at college that would change your life forever. So what happened at college? Yeah, well, just just before I, I um, went off to university, so I was at sixth form college, and I started to get aches and pains in my body. So I think I'd never really made sense of this life. And, um, I yeah, my, my body just started to to experience discomfort and pain, um, mostly around my hips and being seated. And it took a couple of years, but um, I was diagnosed with lupus. I was diagnosed with systemic lupus erythematosus uh, when I was 19 years old. And um, it did change. It did change things because I was so used to being vital and active and engaged. And I led a 
quite a busy childhood. I was into everything. <laughs> Sports, arts, drama, music, you know, it. I, I was into it. Um, but I had to slow down and I had to stop and it progressively... The, well, you know, the Nikki, let me just say something. I think that's why your soul chose that condition or experience for you at that time just for you to slow down and remember you know when I yeah. hear uh, both my kids have autoimmune illnesses and right. you know you know what I say to most people you don't really have anything it's just a scenario that's being created for you to have a challenge for you to grow more aware of your soul connection to the universe and for you to correct this to the best of your ability uh, with your mind, body and spirit mm-hmm. right? because many ways to heal and there's mm-hmm. many ways to suffer so if we buy into the healing and alternative methods as you and I work with uh, Reiki energy healing and know miracles are happening all the time mm-hmm. we, ju- we just become more grateful for our life, every day of our life. And so I think that's why this happens, that people experience this. Yeah, and looking looking back, absolutely. Um, you know, I was not in my uh, in my flow, if you like. I, I needed to understand more that connection between the mind, the body, and the spirit. And really, you know, I had to go to the depths <laughs> I, you know, I wish we didn't have to go through anything. And I, I find it very sad to watch. I did hospice for eight years uh, as a volunteer. And I, 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 as a sensitive and an empath, I find it very hard to watch the decline of a soul, of a living being, not the soul. Because the yeah. soul is still what it always was and always will be. But still, it's hard for me to watch the decline of a physical being from their vitality and brightness to what happens but there are reasons for it and I'm sure when I get up in spirit I'll be able to ask a lot of questions about that mm. I, I would hope so <laughs> anyhow so how how did that illness at that time which you didn't really have which your soul created uh, lead you to your spiritual awakening I know it was hard it was it was hard, but I it was showing me um, the disempowerment that I felt. So, you know, the sense that, and the stories, the belief patterns that I was running, that in the end it felt like life was happening to me. I didn't feel like I was creating my own reality at all by that stage. Um, and I think, you know, it had come from uh, challenges at home. It had come from... Uh, you know, living in in the collective field, which around me, you know, I had a loving family, but around me, they're all part of that collective conditioning. So it took some unpicking of that for me to unpick the the pain that I was carrying in my body. So I think in essence, you know, the belief patterns that I'd experienced, the pain that I had suppressed was just showing up in my body. So my body was attacking itself. And that was me beating myself up um, because in some ways I knew more was possible or more should be possible, but I wasn't understanding exactly what that was. So. Well, you know what? I think you're probably an indigo ch- 
child. Do you know what that is? Yes, yeah, yeah. All right. An indigo child is born with many spiritual gifts and sensitivities, and childhood is usually difficult for them. But it gives them the opportunity to learn to ask for help from spirit and to learn to be so grateful for the gifts they have and to eventually use it to change the world. So I'm an empath and a sensitive, and my childhood was difficult too. I had some health issues because I was picking up everyone else's emotions and physical feelings. So in my book, The Living Spirit, I wrote this for all those listening out there who have any condition As a practicing healer medium, I am able through the channeling of energy and messages to help an individual or a group access their own soul being, leading them to know there is no separation between where we begin as energy beings and physical beings. As people discover their own energetic presence, they are able to perceive new thoughts about long-term fears or limitations, that have impeded their progress in a way that allows needed changes to be made. As we learn to feel and manage our energies and emotions, we increase our ability to deal in a more effective way with all life's experiences. And that was your challenge, and that was mine. And we mm-hmm. we made it through, and we understand now more how energy works and how everything can be made good from fear or negativity or anxiety or disease. We can move to positivity and bliss and happiness. And every almost every act in our life is that balance, trying to balance from the negativity to the positivity. And uh, it gets easier as you learn to see uh, the stimuli or uh, what presses our button and creates pain or anxiety for us so yes so so why do you feel uh belief changes so important i think it's the paradigm shift that belief change can bring um and that's that's why this book thinking about your new book that's coming out that's why this book has come out at this time because we're going through a radical paradigm shift in the way you know living from heart uh, connection, being self-empowered, um, not giving our power over to to the systems. And, right. You know, so I think that you know, that belief change for me. I came across the book. So in my kind of moment of, I just had two children and I couldn't see my. I had a moment on the sofa and I couldn't see myself riding a bike with my boys and it was pretty much that point of. I got to do something about this because this is it's not going away. I was on 30 milligrams of steroids. That was, you know, things were not going right. <clears throat> but um, in that epiphany, I, it, it, yeah, I took command of my own recovery, and I decided that, you know, if I could, if this was true, if I created my reality, then I could create a shift and a change. Like I think I had the thought, if I could develop lupus, then surely I can heal it. Yes. Um, Did, and I, is yeah. that when you found Reiki? Is that when you got involved? Um, so it would be it would be after, uh, but but very shortly. So um, so the first time that was another moment. So that was it was before before that moment. I had had um, yeah. I re- I called out to the heavens, 
I was asking for help. That was mm. probably one of the first times I'd asked for help. And um, within, it must have been 20 minutes, um, or uh, I'd gone out of the house and I decided that I was going to get myself a manicure or a pedicure or something, just some kind of nourishment, some mm. nurturing for myself. And there was, a, there was a healer at this practice. So I had my very first healing session and I wanted to tell her all about my pain, Cheryl, and my hips, and that this was happening. And you, like, didn't, I got into, you didn't have to tell her. She, she felt it. <laughs> and she spent the whole time with her hands around my jaw. Mm. Um, it was gallbladder. It was anger at myself and frustration. And, um, and I got off the healing table. And I thought, okay, well, that was nice. It was relaxing. But, I, you know, like, what happened? And then the following morning I woke up and the inflammation that I'd had in my ribs had gone and I could breathe properly. So I was, that for me was, oh gosh, what just happened? It was a miracle is what and it was. It was a miracle. And I, I yeah, I, I woke up to there's something more. And then I had that moment of, right, you know, I need to stop giving the power away to people and I need to come into taking responsibility for myself. And I found one book on, on the internet from somebody else that had... Uh, heal themselves from lupus and I realized in that moment um, that that was a paradigm shift because someone else had done it therefore it was possible and I just you know we, we're told by the medical profession that it's incurable and you'll have this for the rest of your life and you know yeah that's well that's not yeah that's not so and you know what because they're working with surgery and pharmaceuticals and and a program where they want to keep you you know, in the program yeah. and the yeah. system. But you know what? Yeah. If you use alternative healing methods with uh, allopathic methods, then you have balance. And people can learn many ways to make themselves more comfortable and deal with any health situation and even cure yeah. it. Even there are many Absolutely. people who even cure these things. So that's why I yeah. like to tell people you don't have anything. Yeah. Your soul yeah. has created this for a reason, to give you yeah. an opportunity to change whatever is not working in your life or whatever belief that was given to you or imprinted on you by other people in the outside world. Because the outside world holds no power over us. It is our perceptions and our fears from within that are creating everything that personally affects us. We, we, yeah. can, we, we see the outside world as a result of how we are dealing with our inside challenges. So, yeah, yeah, it's very important to understand belief change because yeah. we, we all have conditioning. We're all part of the collective consciousness. And these belief systems that have been shared collectively for so long are actually perpetuating suffering. So mm-hmm. we are in the middle of a big shift now, a big global awakening. And um, it will move us to a higher level of our soul being and the word being, you know, is very important. Being, not doing, you know. Yeah. But it doesn't matter what we do, our work, where we live, our religion. This is all inconsequential to the being of our heart, soul, nature, and creating love within ourselves that radiates into the world. That's what we're here for. And it's not truly all the problems the world is having now boils down to one thing. It's really a spiritual issue. We have moved too far away from knowing who we are as soul beings. 
and we are not using that power, that personal power within us. And that's what's going to be shifting greatly in years to come. Yeah. This and is the shift. This is what the healing insight method brings. Um, it, the, the method oh, tell us my, about the healing. Yeah, tell us about your yeah, method. Yeah, well, it, it, everything is in the book. I've given it all away because it's to be shared. Um, but it is it's the art of surrender. So it uses Qigong um, and the principles of emptiness that Qigong brings. So the more we allow, we soften and we allow and we empty, we loosen um, those attachments to the, the the tightness, the patterns and the program. And so we we can work with realigning a belief through repeating the belief that we wish to align with, be it I'm worthy of unconditional love, I am unconditional love, um, I'm safe. Safety is a big one for, for a lot of us. Um, and so it puts you into this uh, position of emptiness, the, the wuchi, and then it brings in this infinity harmonizing movement, which we know is a powerful symbol in and of itself. But that movement just allows energy to start moving through the body. And then there's a specific focus on the hands that allow the hemispheres within the brain to activate. So we activate both the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere. And it gives us this crosstalk through the corpus callosum. And it's that becoming whole brains that uh, there's the research around that seems to bring this shift within the subconscious uh, programming within the system. So, but what the system does is a self-help method. Um, and it was always going to be self-help because my journey has been one of self-empowerment and that's what I needed to teach. Um, is that we can bring ourselves into vibrational alignment. And that's what you say about the going inward. So mm. when we make those shifts on the inside and we align ourselves with all of these beautiful possibilities of feeling safe, feeling loved, lovable, worthy, wanted, supported, nourished, able to give and receive, um, yeah, all, all of it. I, I channeled um, a series of beliefs through the chakras so it covers the whole aspects of consciousness, of our, of our consciousness. And there are beliefs there that you can muscle test. The system, system teaches you how to muscle test so you can see what your priority might be if you've got a particular blockage or issue or a bit of anxiety this morning. So you can use the method to muscle test what do I need to bring myself into alignment with to assist or to ease this. And then you just come into the flow, into the ease and the emptiness and the allowing and bring yourself into alignment with a higher vibration with a higher frequency and what happens when we do this is it clears what's not that so Mm -hmm. when people are having these moments um yeah old patterns or programs or memories or pain or wounds sometimes come up Mm. but as long as you allow and don't get into the resistance and the tightening and the holding pattern as long as you allow then those and stay focused on the intention then those old patterns and that, all that old energy just releases. So yawns, sometimes tears, um, you know, the breath, um, movement. So it, it's beautiful. I just taught this weekend and it's just, it's just beautiful to see people. It sounds, it sounds very wonderful to have combined, uh, the, the technique of movement and release of the blockages using Reiki and changing mm-hmm. the beliefs because that's the whole system. That's what we're doing. We're changing yeah. our thoughts. We're creating balance within the body. We're moving, uh, the body so that 
we can allow accept and surrender to our destiny, our individual yeah. destiny, and to the yeah. collective goodness or creation of something new in the world. So, yeah, you, you have it all in your book, and it is truly what I have discovered in my own journey the last 25 years uh, as a Reiki practitioner. And <clears throat> I've studied cranial sacral and I've studied reflexology and um, hypnotherapy, and I've discovered everything is energy. It's just Mm -hmm. learning to know, really, it's learning to know just who you are. And I I appreciate all these different forms of energy. And in my book I wrote, uh, in The Living Spirit, I wrote, there are several types of energy. Actually, there's many types of energy healing. Some, like Reiki and acupuncture, have been around thousands of years. Others have been developed more recently. Their methods may differ, as well as certain aspects of their ideology, but they all operate on one basic premise, that there is more to us than our physical body. Energy sessions focus on the life force, or chi, that flows within all living things, and the goal being to release, dissolve, or transmute negative feelings that block this force and cause imbalance and illness in the body. So that's what yeah. we're talking about here. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's so, so the, powerful. It's so, so powerful. The in, yeah, the in, energy around us and within us, and we as Reiki practitioners have been able to raise our own vibration by accepting the energy and letting Mm -hmm. it flow through us and sharing it with others so we've been a little changed and transmuted ourselves physically as well Mm -hmm. as spiritually and emotionally but it is so powerful but simple it's simple to learn and it's powerful to use on a daily basis you can do it for self-healing first and then you can help others so I'm very grateful to have found this system and to be part of this family of uh, conscientious citizens of the universe and healers Mm -hmm. as I am sure you are so I want to thank you Nikki Gresham Record for sharing a beautiful book sharing a clear understanding of our spiritual energy system the chakras or wheels of light that support our physical life and our connection to universal source to purchase this very well done artistically appointed book with the cards she shows within and charts to aid you in mastering your own energy awareness and the healing insight method go to Amazon.com, of course, or go to... Yeah, so it's available through my publishers, so um, Inner Traditions and Send One Press, or my website is healinginsight.co.uk. Um, and on there, there's, there's a whole load of support. There's um, resources, so you can see the movement in action, um, supported videos, and there is an online program as well. So um, I'm training practitioners in this method because sometimes it's nice to be held through the method. And I'm looking for other people to train. So I just, I'm, yeah, I'm keen to share this now and let it uh, do its work because it's certainly got a momentum of its own, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have shared the lifetime and soul time journey 
of an amazingly dedicated, consistently mindful person's exploration of life, both in spiritual and in terms of the changes individuals and the world community are experiencing at the present time in history. As we awaken to the possibilities and probabilities of our potential as spiritual beings having a physical life with the ability to create and manifest heaven on earth, it will become clearer to more people that everyone plays a role in the unfolding of the grand scheme of human evolution, and even those on slightly different journeys must be allowed to find their own truth. As a soul healer and soul sister to Nikki and those of us who have already learned the truth of allowing, accepting, and surrendering to all that is, both here in the physical realm and beyond, the words true healing and truth and living as the loving being we are, as well as discovering the courageous souls we have always been, are within our combined essence. And as empaths, we know that what one person feels affects us all. So it is our calling or choice to be in alignment with the higher realms of life and creation, as well as find ways to better understand the differences as well as the similarities of all our living brothers and sisters who only hope to transform every negative feeling and fear to a positive, joyful, healthy expression of life. Nikki and I hope every one of you follow your heart instincts, become slow to worry and anger, appreciate all the people around you, and find work and leisure time activities that will encourage well-being and allow you to be ever more grateful for this gift of life. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to the author's and leaders in the metaphysical field share their insights into our changing reality, even as we seek to know who we are and what life is all about. The answers we find are there within us, and the energy that sustains us, both in the physical and spiritual realms, is all around and within us, and we are indeed complicated beings of immense potential to love and learn. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and cherylglick.com. Thank you for listening.